I'm Sam Dingman. And I'm Mac Montandon. And on our new podcast, The Rumor, we're trying to figure out if the Orioles faked a power outage in 1997. The answer involves Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., Hollywood Hall of Famer Kevin Costner, and a renegade cop who goes by Mad Dog. We're going to try to unravel this mystery before this mystery unravels us. Listen to The Rumor on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsored by WinBet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Real nice to have everyone on here. My brother, Junior, how you doing, man? Doing good. How's everyone doing? Doing happy, happy, happy to the have you on here. just responding. <laughs> happy to have you on here. And today we got a real special... We got a real special guest on here, man. We got my guy Hirsch on here, man. You know, all throughout high school, me and Hirsch have had a tons, tons, tons of basketball debates, man. So it was only right that we got Hirsch on here, man. Big Warriors fam, go ahead and introduce yourself for the, to the people, Hirsch. I start off with uh, Go Dubs and Steph Curry, MVP frontrunner, 100%. Ooh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go today, man. Um, first time ever doing this type of thing, so I'm really excited that that's good that's great we, we, we're really excited to have you on hers um so i mean if, if 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 there's no further delays you guys just ready to just jump straight into this i'm ready let's yeah i'm down let's, let's do this let's do this so before i start i do want to ask you guys a question uh so to you guys right what defines a six man like what like what roles and what what attributes does does a person have to have to be a six man and you just like throw me some ideas to, to me, a six-man is somebody who's coming off the bench, obviously, but is producing starter-quality play, right? So somebody who would be a starter on almost any other team, but on this team, they happen to be a six-man. They're producing that type of quality. So that's that's pretty much what I, I started coming off the bench is almost what I call a six-man. That's literally okay. what it is, right? It's the six-man. Like, if it wasn't – if it was supposed to be a starting six, he'd be right there. You know, so that's why that's who I got. Okay, definitely. How about you, Hirsch? Yeah, I agree with Junior. I think – for me, a uh, six-man involves just being more than, like, a normal bench player, like kind of just coming off the bench, being that number six, um, just coming off, playing well, putting up starter numbers, as well as being the leader of the bench course. So. Yeah, that's a, good, that's, a good, that's a good point, too, leading that bench unit. Definitely, yep. definitely. For uh, you, you guys hit it on the nail, but for me, only thing I would add is is just uh, are they scoring uh, like effectively? You know, if they're just throwing up shots and taking away shots from from the actual starters, you know that the 
that can't be. So they have to be scoring very, very uh, effectively. Uh, they have to be coming off the bench with energy. You know, you guys mentioned coming off the bench is huge, but I think that coming off the bench with energy on offensive end, on defensive end, and uh, also understanding your role, understanding where you where you fit in. You know what I'm saying? You're not the star. You're you're not the worst player, but you you know you're you're somewhere in the middle. So understanding that role, not doing too much, not doing too little. And of course, finally, you know, being able to actually produce produce wins or help your team win. The, the, to to me, that like that that's what defines a six man. Okay, all right. So so if there, there's no other uh, no other comments, man. So let's just jump straight into this. I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off with my number five, and I got Shake Milton, man, in my in my number <laughs> five. Uh, right now, right now he's averaging 14 points per game, two rebounds, three assists. Is shooting 87% from the free throw line, 30% from, from three and 45% from the field. You know, Shake Shake creates a lot of offense for the bench. You know, when he's just out there, he 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 gets bust, uh, buckets, man. Like he he leads the the bench in scoring. You know, this year he's getting a lot more comfortable being able to run that pick and roll. And you know, I'm I'm personally I'm a big, big believer in being able to look at history, read how history went, and you can predict how the future went. Shake Milton's current coach is Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers also coached Montres Harrell, who won the six-man last year, Lou Williams, who's tied for first place for most six-man awards ever, and Jamal and Jamal Crossover, who uh, who who's who's also tied for first for most six six-man award, right? So uh, so that 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 definitely helps Shake's uh Shake's a little six-man uh, stock. He's all he he's scoring. Kind of efficient, uh, kind of efficiently. I do like that forty-five percent from the field, but thirty percent from three is is pretty low when you when you think about the the Sixers need shooters on that team to be able to to be able to win. And like thirty percent is what Giannis shot last year. Uh, he does understand his role very well, though. I've never heard Shake tripping about why he's not starting or anything like that. So that so, so that, that that that's definitely good. And uh, he definitely is helping them win. They got they have the first best record in the East and the, and the second best record in the entire league. But uh, and a knock I gotta give on him, man, is he he doesn't bring that energy. You know, when you watch Shake Milton, he does not come on the court and change the tempo of the game. Uh, so the reason why I have him in, in in fifth place is because you know he lacks that energy. He needs to shoot a little better. And when other stars like Joel and Ben play on the court, he doesn't really play up to the same level. He only kind of gets buckets when it's just him. And again, man, he's missed six games. You know, that's that's tough. So that's why I went with Shake uh, in, in my fifth spot. But talk to me. Who you guys got in fifth? That's a that's a good shout, honestly. Like, I actually – I had him in my top five, but I had to pull him out just because he barely missed out. So he gets my honorable mention. And like you said, I mean, you hit all the points. Six has got the best record in the East, and that's one of the most important things. Uh, but he just barely missed out. Um, so in fifth place, I actually had got Terrence Ross. Ooh. So uh, he's averaging 15 points, three rebounds, and two assists, which is solid off the bench. Not necessarily the rebounds and assists, but the, the 15 points a game. 35% from three, 41% from the field. And out of my top five, he's actually third in scoring. Uh, but the problem is that the Magic are in 12th place in the East, which is pretty bad, right, especially when it's in the East. Uh, it's not necessarily his fault, right? But if he was a six-man candidate, six-man of the year candidate, his team should at least be in the playoffs, right? Because think about it. You're not even getting a starting spot on, on a non-playoff team in the East. So uh, I think it's that's going to obviously hurt his stock a little bit. But overall, though, I still think he's putting up solid enough, solid enough numbers to be able to land in that fifth spot, and he's got the you know the individual performances to get him that that spot. So that's who I got in fifth. 
How about you, Hirsch? Yeah, I got Terrence Ross as well. I mean, he's been, he's been balling out this year. I mean, just off the get-go, like the last like set seven, eight games, I think he's almost scored 20 in every single one of them. He's really been providing minutes, providing some stability towards that team. Like JR said, um, not a good team in terms of standings. Um, like I said, like kind of just going off of that, kind of just seeing how the Magic – not that good of a team right now. They can probably play a little bit better. Like they have a lot of injuries as well. Like Eric, Eric Gordon's out. Cole Anthony has been out for a little bit. I feel like he as well could be pretty good. But um, in terms of Terrence Ross, I just, I just think he's been providing a lot for that team that, that they would be missing if he was, uh, if he was not on the team. Right. Definitely. Yeah. No, that, and that's, those, that takes all the boxes for, for a six minute of the year. So. And, you, you know, this episode is going to be a good episode because y'all got Terrence Ross at five. That's all I'm going to say. But but let me mm-hmm. l- 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 let me go ahead and move on. Hirsch, hey, Hirsch don't notice yet, but Hirsch, every single Clutch Talk episode, I'm due for one hot take. One hot take. <laughs> and that might be it. Stay tuned. <laughs> but uh, uh, all right. Yeah. So let me let me move on to to my fourth spot, man. I'm going, my guy, Montrez, man. The sixth man of the year last year, y'all. So right now, Trez is averaging 13 points per game, seven rebounds, one assist, one block, one steal, shooting 73% from the free throw line and 64% from from, from the field. Y'all, if energy was a person, it would be Montrez Arrow. Like, he provides so much energy, right? He provides that entire Lakers team with so much energy, and he, provi- he provides Lakers team with defense, especially that bench unit. He provides them defense, rebounding. You know, he he, he, he has that low post, and I, and I could face you up mid-range game. And li- li- like I just mentioned, the man just comes with so much energy when, when he enters the game. He Whatever momentum that the game was going, when he comes in, he changes momentum. If the Lakers are playing sluggish for whatever reason, when he comes in, whether it's defense or offense, and, and dives on a couple loose balls, that gets his, his teammates motivated to, come on, let's play hard, let's play hard. And, and that right there is a real intangible thing that that that, that is very, very important for, for, for the six-man. And uh, also, like, Trez is a big reason why the Lakers are – are ranked number one defensive rating right now in the league. Uh, Ch- uh, Trez uh, is number one right now in the league for taking the most charges. And li- like I just mentioned, like he does a lot of intangibles. It's a lot of eye test things. And, you know, my, my next point, my, my brother, Junior, man, you already know what I'm going to say, man. The best type of ability. What is it? Availability. Exactly. That man, man. 30 for 30. That man has not missed a single game this season yet, man. So that's that de- that de- that's definitely helping his his stock a lot. And you know, going back to my uh my six man of the year equation, right? Does he d- d- uh, d- does he score effectively? Yes, Montrez is actually averaging uh, he's actually averaging sixty four percent from the field, which is the highest than anybody else on this list. Like, but everyone else is a guard. Understandable. He does bring energy on both ends, the, d- the defensive end and the offensive end. Does he does he understand his role very very well? He you know he understands that he's he he's not the top guy there, but he understands that he has to do a lot for them to win. And is he helping the Lakers win very much? Like honestly, Trez was definitely a personal favor. I wanted to put him a little higher. But I just couldn't because of like the players above him just have better numbers. But Trez is definitely the, the, the just everything you can ask out of a six man. Yeah, I'm very, 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 very happy uh, to have him here on my list, man. But talk to me, who you guys got in fourth spot? That's a solid pick, man. I, I I like all the points you made. Trez is a great pick, reigning six man of the year. I like that pick so much 
that I don't have him in fourth. In fourth, Ooh. I actually have Chris Boucher. So he is interesting because he made my most improved player list last week in fourth place, right? And he's taking fourth place here again. He, I think the Raptors took a jump from out of the playoffs uh, to six in the East, which is actually a little higher than I even expect them to finish the season. So in my opinion, they're overperforming. Uh, not granted, the season isn't done, but they're really starting to find their footing uh, in the season a little bit. And I think that's in part thanks to Boucher's solid play. He's averaging 14.7 rebounds, two blocks, and shooting 53% from the field, which are all very solid numbers. And he's been a big contributor off the bench, right? When you got Ibaka and Gasol gone, you really forced somebody to step up. And I think he's he's been a he's been a, somebody who stepped into that role and he's playing it really well. He's not starting, but he's playing it really well. So I think all that, you know, kind of aggregates to getting Chris Boucher in fourth place. He's just been he's been solid and I think he's one of the few players that's in the running for two awards, which is most improved and six men of the year. So I, I got I got him in fourth, but I want to know what you guys think and who you got in fourth, Hirsch. Yeah, I actually got Boucher as well. I'm All right. Yes. Together, man. It's kind of they were funny, working on the list, y'all. They were working on the list. They were on FaceTime yeah. like, all right, which one? <laughs> which one we were giving it up for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, Boucher came out of nowhere this year. I was so shocked to see, like, that star- the start of the year that he had. He was going off. I, I play fantasy basketball, and I just saw – I just like added him like as like one of my roster spots, and I saw that he was just balling out like almost every night in the beginning of the season, and took a little dip in numbers, like no lie, but you know like he's been consistent, and that's that's exactly what you need to be a six man, and like he's just been averaging points, getting all, all those blocks and rebounds as well, really helping the team out. Raptors are not looking as good as they they were in prior years, where when they had Kawhi or even last year for the most part. But um, he's really been a, a help for them off the bench just because they're not that deep of a team. They I feel like they lost a lot of depth as well, like within the last year. So I think Boucher's come out of nowhere and really helped them out. And uh, that's why I put him at number four. And also just because they're contending too, which is why I put him above Terrence Ross as well. Yeah, Definitely. no, that's like that's that. true. He he checks the the team box where, where Ross isn't just isn't checking that quite yet, but. That's a solid pick, man. I, I like your list so far. Two for two. Yeah, <laughs> yours as well, man. All right. So, uh, so, so, um, moving on to number three, and here is my hot take for the day. I've got T. Raw at number three, man. I had to go with Terrence <laughs> Ross at number three. Uh, right now, averaging fifteen points per game, four rebounds, two assists, one, uh, uh one steal, shooting thirty-two percent from the three and forty percent from from the field on thirteen shots per game. And uh, Terrence Ross is actually a pretty underrated defender. On on average, players uh, players who are being guarded by Terrence Ross are shooting thirty four percent from from the field. He leads the Magic in steals. He's third in the NBA, like how Junior mentioned in uh, in bench scoring. But like, man, you watch you watch the Magic play. The man is a microwave. Like he comes out there, <laughs> he comes out there with just intense amount of energy on defense and the offense. Like. He is a like uh, not as much as Trez, but definitely is a momentum changer when he when he comes to the games, right? He he definitely is a he can, can create opportunities for himself, right? Like he you can just give him the ball and say go get a bucket, Terrence, and he'll get a bucket for you ten times out of ten. He but he but a, a great thing about him is that he doesn't just do that. He can also run the offense. Like every every Magic game I watch. Uh, he's constantly moving on the court. He kind of reminds me of, of, of Rip Hamilton in a way. He's always moving off court, moving off screens, shooting off uh, off down screens, uh, shooting off design plays. 
So I so I I think that definitely is a positive for him. He he actually finishes most uh m- most games. I think he's kind of in that like James Harden went when he was in Oklahoma situation where like he's a six man, but he really is a starter. Uh um like how Junior mentioned, he definitely has like starter potential. And he's second in, in the whole team for most minutes per game. And that just goes really shows he goes to show like even his coach knows that he has starter potential. Um, but again, let me let me talk about my uh let, let me talk about my six-man equation you know does he bring energy yes definitely he brings energy on the defensive end and offensive end as a check for me does he understand his role yes very well i've never heard terrence ross like complaining about starting but the man is not winning right that like that he's not producing wins and that is what hurts and to be honest with you he's not shooting the ball very effectively either right. only 32 percent from from the three and 40 percent from the field all everyone else on this list is 40 45 and above if it, 45 or 45 and above so that definitely isn't it is isn't isn't very effective so that's why he he had to fall to my number three but the reason why like i i had i couldn't put him in in five is because you know he, he's going off and scoring right now he's he's definitely doing this thing on the offensive end and the defensive end so you know i i, I had to to tip my hat off to him and, and give him the third spot but who you guys got in number three that's a good pick that's a good pick with with terrence ross i think he's solid but it just, I mean, I had him in my list, but I just had to drop him because, you know, the team is just not there, just quite Definitely. there. Now, uh, ironically, the next player is a player that I, not Hirsch, I don't think you're going to have this player now. So I think our list might, def- might be a little different here, but let's see. <laughs> this player is ironically on a team that's also not doing very good. And, but like Terrence Ross, he's a player that's is technically a six man by the rules, right? Because the rules is you have to start half of the games or less, right? And this player has actually started uh, 10 out of his 22 games. So you already know who it is? I know who you got. He started 10 of his 22 games. I initially had him in second place, but, uh, but he had to move him to third. And that's Eric Gordon. So that's who I went with. Uh, so let's start with the positives first as to why I have him in third place. First of all, he's been averaging 19 points a game while shooting 46% from the field, 35% from three. So to be able to get a bench player pitching in 20 points a game is pretty impressive, right? Imagine being able to go to your one guy on your bench and be able to have him contribute almost 20 points every single game. That's pretty good, right? Uh, I could honestly put him much higher just because of that, but I have to, you know, also talk about the negatives and the few knocks against him. First of all, like we said, he's on the Rockets. They're 11 to 17, 13th in the West, right? And I get it that they lost Harden, but they still have Christian Wood when he's available and John Wall. Um, his availability has been good, but not as good as the other two players that I have above him, right? So, he's, like I said, he's played 22 out of the 29 possible games this season. Um, and it was just like at first I didn't even have him on, on my list just because I'm like, man, he started 10 out of the 22 games. But technically the rule is half and under, so I kept him on. Uh, but it's just I think that I just couldn't bring him up to higher than third because of those knocks that, that, that I mentioned. Um, and, and I think that, and I think that one thing though, that is going to contribute to him averaging 20 points a game is the fact that he does get almost starter minutes, right? So that's going to be the, the knock against him, not as a player, but as a candidate for six man of the year, right? Six man of the year, it's impressive when you're doing all, you're putting up the numbers you're putting up while getting minutes off the bench, right? And I think that's what kind of makes a more impressive bid for me. So that's why I got him in third, uh, but I want to know what you guys think about that and who you got in third, Hirsch. See if it's Eric Gordon too. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. I got Montrez Harrell at number three. So, just for him, I mean, 
he did the little LA swap. He changed out the uh, blue, red, and white jersey for that purple and yellow. Um, purple. And yeah, gold. I mean, like just in general, like he he's been their number one guy all along. Um, off the bench, just aver- averaging like multiple points a game, like tons of points a game, getting the rebounds, the blocks, all that. And he he's a dog man. He he works hard every single second that he's on the court, and. Um, just, just for him. I mean, he provides that Laker bench with so much, with so much just talent as well as leadership. Yeah. I, I think that in terms of what, like what we define the sixth man as, he's pretty high up there in terms of that list, and he pretty much checks out all the boxes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Definitely. That, that, I like that. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. Yeah, he does provide a lot for the, for the Lakers bench. So it's it, it definitely when we talk about the Lakers being deep, it's. Harold's a big reason why. So absolutely, definitely. Yeah, uh, he championships too, man, and he definitely does that. Definitely, he yes, he sir. he he plays some good defense. <laughs> Jenner, I to, uh, to to talk about your your pick with Eric Gordon. You know, it's funny because I originally had Eric Gordon at number three, like ten minutes before we started recording. Uh-huh. But then I'm looking at my list. I'm like, man. But but this T Ross really deserves to be number two. Like he really not winning, and he's in the East. So I I I I had to do that swap. But I originally had Eric Gordon at my, my number three. So uh, which I swapped my three and two as well. My three yeah. and two were originally swapped. But I swapped them out when I was writing. But initially, like because every time I write these, I'll make like a top five and then I'll give the reasons. And I initially had it that way, but I swapped it. You'll see who my second is. But but okay, but I, I it was it was close though for sure. Okay, yeah, def- definitely. All right, so I'm excited. I'm definitely excited here to to hear you guys' top two. So, uh, so let me l- let me go ahead and kick off my number two. And I and I got I got Eric Gordon, man. L- like our junior mentioned, we, we're talking about somebody coming off the bench, damn near averaging 20 points per game, man. And 19, two uh, two rebounds, two assists, 84 percent from the free throw line. And what's really impressive is the is the 35 percent from from the three and 47 percent from from the field, man. Like right now, he's first on all bench scoring. He, he has the best uh, field goal percentage for all guards coming off the bench. He provides instant, instant offense for the Rockets. Like he, he, they can use him as, as a spot of shooter. He can go get his own bucket. He can, he can run the, d- the design players. He can bring the ball down court. And honestly, almost every night, uh, Eric Gordon defensively matches up. I wouldn't say with the other team's best player, but with the, with the other team's top three players every single night. Um, but like how junior mentioned, man, like, started 10 games, you know, and, and that really, really hurts his stock. And to be honest with you, I almost didn't even put him on this list because of that. Same. I, I really almost didn't. I was like, man, he don't even really deserve to be a, a six man like that. He started 10 games. Like everybody else on this list started like at most two or like yeah. one. Right. Uh, so he started, I almost didn't even put him, but then I'm like, man, like how Hove said, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. He couldn't have, <laughs> yep. he couldn't have numbers right now, like for a six man, right? So I was like, I, I, I can't just keep him off the top five for that. That'd be disrespect, right? And then, uh, and but, but again, so let let me go through my uh, my equation, right? If, does does he uh, does he uh, efficiently score? Yes, he's right now averaging the best field goal percentage off any guards coming off the bench and shooting the best three point percentage in anybody on this list besides number one. Uh, does he understand his role very well? I, I think the only reason why he's kind of on and off is starting is because they're trying to figure out what the best lineup is now without Harden. Uh, does he bring energy? Definitely. A def- defensive end and an offensive end provides him with a lot of energy. But like how Junior mentioned, he's not winning. You know, he's not, right. he not, not winning. And, and for that, I cannot give him a notch over my number one. 
but I, I definitely want to hear your guys' top two. I'm real excited, man. So yeah, yeah, y'all go ahead and enlighten me, man. That's no, nah, that's a good pick. So Aaron Gordon, Eric Gordon has won already the six men of the year, right? So that's another thing too that like he's 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 got experience in this role. But yeah, like you said, just I couldn't put him above two for that reason. But it was close. But with two, I actually went with with Montrez Harrell, and I'm gonna tell Ooh, you why. I like Harrell second place. So at first, I did actually when I first made this list, Harrell was actually in fourth place. But as I wrote the reasons, I kind of moved them up and I moved them up and I realized just number one, I think we're all going to have the same number one. He's just having an outstanding season. But but uh, I think Harold's right. You know, he's got that second spot. So uh, first, he's, I mean, he's the reigning six minute of the year. Not that that matters for this year, but that's always, you know, it's, 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 it's a good it's a good title to carry. But he's been very solid for the Lakers coming off the bench. Right. So despite him being six, eight, which is short for a big man. He plays like a big because of his basketball IQ, his basketball IQ, and the way he uses his body and his energy. Uh, so it's like you said, John, the intangibles, right? So he's a very hateable player when he's on your team. Like I did not like him a bit when he was on the Clippers, right? But you're glad you have him when he's on your team. Kind of like a Draymond Green. You don't like Draymond Green if he doesn't play for your team, but when you have Draymond Green, you like to have him. You know. So I'm sure Hirsch will relate on that one. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but I honestly like the Lake when the Lakers didn't resign Dwight, I said from the beginning, I said, that's, I think that's going to make a difference. Uh, and there, you can see, you know, Marcus has been good. He's been okay, but he's a different type of big. He's not a dominant physical big like Dwight or JaVale, right? He's a, he's a smart big. He's a passing big. He's a shooting big. So the Lakers are missing that dominant big like JaVale. Um, and I think Trez is helping fill that gap like JaVale and Dwight, and Trez is helping fill that gap, you know. Obviously, Trez is very, better than JaVale or Dwight currently, uh, but he's not as big. But like I said, the way he plays makes him seem like a big and allows him to play that that power four position or, or a, you know, a small ball five. Um, I know, John, you had mentioned on one of the one of the players, uh, I think it was I think it was for, for Eric Gordon. No, it wasn't for Eric Gordon. It was for um, – uh, the I'll name is – no. I'm sorry? I'll tell you the player, but what did I mention? When you're talking about a player who doesn't get, who isn't a starter, but really is because he's closing out games, Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. Right. Yeah. They're just escaping me, but like Trez, he could be a starter, right? If you look at the Lakers best lineup on paper, it really should be Anthony Davis at the five, Trez at the four, LeBron at the three, KCP and Schroeder, right? That could be, or if you want to, you know, throw Kuzma in there. Uh, But, but that could really be the, the best starting lineup. But he's not in that starting lineup, and he understands his role, and he's and he's playing it well, you know, and 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 so he's got quality to be there, but he's being able to come off the bench, bring that energy. So he's averaging, like you said, John, thirteen points, uh, six rebounds, a block, a steal. But what's impressive? This is sixty four point six percent from the field. Man, that's second in the NBA, only to Rashawn Holmes, who's at sixty four point eight. Right. So it's just like there's literally 0.2 percent difference in in in, in field goal efficiency. If the season ended today, you'd actually have the 19th best all-time field goal percentage, right? So that's 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 pretty insane, uh, pretty impressive for sure. And like you said, John, I even had it on my notes, so it's funny. Best of ability, availability, and this man hit a 30 for 30 every game this season, all 30 games he's played, right? And lastly, another thing that I've been factoring in my equations as well. And I mean, I guess I've had some players with bad team success, but it's a team success. And I think that's going to be a distinguishing factor for the top two players. So his team is sitting second in the West and are title favorites amongst most people, even for some people who don't think they're the title favorite, they're at least top three, right? I think Vegas has them as the favorites, but, but regardless, 
they're a good team. And, and I think that's in part, obviously, you know, he's not the face of the franchise, but I think that's in part due to him being that energy player coming off the bench when AD or Braun are getting rest, you're still able to have that sort of energy and continuity on the floor and not just, you know, just a bunch of, of sloppy second unit guys, not getting it done and blowing leads and forcing the players to forcing you know, the starters to end up playing 40, 42 minutes a game, you know? So, so I think that, that, that Montrez really fills that role of six men of the year. I really just don't have him in first because the first place player is just playing out of his mind. But uh, yeah. but anyway, yeah, that's my guy. But I want to know. I want to know first. If first, has Gordon because if he has Gordon, then we just really switched. But yeah, no, you're you're one hundred percent right. I got Eric Gordon number two. That's a good pick. And honestly, I had him way lower on my list. I kind of switched up things while we were recording the first like top five like the first five uh-huh. and um i switched it mid meeting so um <laughs> yeah i just i just picked gordon because he's putting up solid numbers i mean he's he's been helping the the rockets win games um playing pretty much starter minutes getting pretty much starter stats um i think the only thing that really knocks him is his injuries and like how much he's been starting compared to other players right so, yeah, and I mean his numbers don't lie either. He's putting up close numbers to I th- who I think all of our number one is probably going to be, but right. um, he hasn't been cons- he hasn't been playing a lot, and his team's not good either. So that's that's why I have him at number two. Definitely, yeah, no, that's solid. That's solid. That's solid. It's he, he was he was he was a borderline pick just because of of him basically playing the starter role, but barely meeting that qualification, right? So it was yeah, close and for he sure. Made- he meets this award every year. I feel like every single year when you think about six men, Eric Gordon is always up there. So he's in the talks for sure. He's in the yeah. talks for sure. Every single year, man. So so all right. So now I'm I'm real excited to hear y'all number one, man. All right, y'all. So let, let let's kick off this number one. I'm sure we all have the same player, but man, I got a lot to say for for my guy. Say it. Taylor Horton Tucker. Say it. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't put I couldn't put THT the baby goat and then not yet. <laughs> oh we're coming yet. around on him though that's good yeah but I had to go with an ex Laker my guy JC and I'm ta- I'm not talking about no Jesus Christ I'm talking <laughs> about my guy Jordan Clarkson man but I, I like how Judah's been saying all episode having a career high year career high 18 points per game per game career high four rebounds per game uh two assists 95 percent from the free throw line career high 38 percent from three shooting eight threes per game career high 46 percent from the field uh second second in uh in most uh, bench uh, nba bench points to to eric gordon you know uh i i read this stat that i wanted to share with you guys so last year uh 77 of jordan clarkson's shots came off an assist this year, only 57% of his shot are coming off an assist, which proves to you, like, he can get his own bucket. Like, yeah. he, can, he doesn't he doesn't really need others to, like, set him up. He can he can go out there and get his own bucket, which is very, very, very important for a, for a six-man-of-the-year candidate. Because uh, they're playing about, usually with all second-unit guys, so they need to be able to get their own shot. Exactly. You know, so, so uh, c- continuing talking about Jordan Clarkson, like, if there was a spark plug out there, he is it, y'all. Like, on both ends, on the defensive end and the offensive end, but especially on the offensive end, man, he creates opportunities for himself like no other, especially this year. And this is real important because, you know, Quinn, Sna- Quinn Snyder and, and, and the Jazz, like, their starting five that they run is, is very, like, heavily 
played revolved. Like they run a lot of plays, a lot of down screens, a lot of uh, curl actions, a lot of all that. But JC comes in strictly for buckets. Like just that's it. He doesn't really yeah. run plays like that. You just give him the ball and kind of watch out. Uh, <laughs> the, on 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 this on this last game uh, versus versus 76ers, like it just shows you how quick he heats up. He scored. He came off the bench, scored twelve points in three minutes. Went four for four on threes. Like that right there is just like the momentum that that will give that that will give you your team. You know, like if you're down, you're sluggish, you're not playing well. JC comes in and hits four four for four threes. Like everyone's gonna be hyped. You know, everyone's gonna microwave, be, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a microwave. He's a real <laughs> microwave. <laughs> um, I I also want to mention that you know Joe, Joe Ingles. You know, he he was he, he was a. Uh, he was, he was recorded saying that he's never played with someone that accepts the six-man role better than Jordan Clarkson. He said Jordan excels and accepts the role. And my brother, well, what am I going to say, man? What's the best type of ability? Availability. Exactly, man. He has In not missed available. And he has not missed a single game yet this season, man. So let's let me let me talk about my famous uh my my, my famous um six-man of the year equation. Does he uh, does he effectively score? Extremely effective, yes. Does he bring energy on the defensive end, and offensive end? Yes, on tons on offense. Uh, d- uh, d- does he understand his role? Yes, as we've seen Joe Ingles say, he ain't never seen nobody better, right? Is he on a winning team? Of course, the Jazz are killing this year, and I think that has a lot to do with him because he comes off the bench and provides them just a ridiculous amount of energy. So, man, I I, I don't want to take all the points, y'all, but y- y'all go ahead and talk to me about JC because I know y'all no, got that's JC. It. That's it, man. Like, yes, it's not even close. I think this year, out of all the lists we made, this one I think is the most clear-cut one. Um, it's it's me. It's, the number speak for, for itself, right? 18.2 points a game, four rebounds, two assists, a steal, 38% man. from three, 45% for the field. But we got to talk about his 40 piece this week. A forty piece off the bench, that's like, crazy. and that's and that's what I was gonna say. Unlike Eric Gordon, he's putting up these numbers without starting a single game, not a single start, but he's been available for every single one. So he's been extremely solid. Also, unlike Eric Gordon, his team has the best record in the West and in the league, right? So, so, and that's honestly in significant part due to Clarkson's extremely good season off the bench. He fits that role so well, like you said. I, I, I even have the Joe Ingles quote in my in my notes as well, because he just like you said, a player that he's not seen a player that's been locked in so much and fits his role so well. He knows his role, he executes it perfectly, you know. And I'm happy for 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 Clarkson doing that, you know. I especially because that's another point for the Lakers scouting department because it puts a smile on my face because <laughs> he was the 16th pick in the second round. That's 46 overall, right? Most 46 overall players don't even last in the league, let alone be leaders for an award like six men of the year. And all he cost the Jazz was Dante Exum and two future second round picks, right? That's a fantastic return. Man. So honestly, like, shout out Jordan Clarkson, shout out Lakers Scout Department. <laughs> and, and and I think he's the I think he's the easy pick for six men of the year. I think even I think Vegas has him at 75% chance of winning, right? Wow. So that's that's crazy. And his performances are backing that up. So that's my number one pick. So tell me why you got Taylor Horton Tucker, Hirsch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Jordan Clarkson, I actually got him at number one. But, yeah, I think you guys pretty much hit the nail on the, ha- the hammer. And, like, I don't know. He's been averaging a ton of points and, like, been providing a lot of depth to that team. I think what he's got, whatever everybody else doesn't have, his team's the best team in the NBA right now in terms of 
and all that. And he's been providing more than anybody ever thought he would. Um, I was th- I was thinking about this all week, and I was like, there is no doubt in my mind that Jordan Clarkson is the front runner this year. And just to think about two years ago when he was on the Cavs, that trade, um, he got traded to the Jazz for Dante Exum, a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 second round pick. That speaks to how, like to volume of how well he's been playing this year, just yeah. because of how low that trade value was like two years ago. So exactly, he's now been playing out of his mind though. That, that, no he's, been, he's been balling. He's been balling. Fantastic return on a pick. Fantastic. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I felt bad for him even when he got traded from the Lakers. Like. I, I felt bad for him, and now he's coming back and putting up this season. It just makes me happy for him, you know? I know. He, he, he was our best player for, for a stretch there, too. So For a long it time. Because it wasn't yeah. this Jordan Clarkson. It was a different <laughs> Jordan Clarkson. So that was a tough stretch oh, for yeah. his Lakers fans. But uh, I guess it's all good now. Definitely. All right. All right. Well, I, I, I like I like you guys' top five. But like, we, like we've been doing every single episode. Consensus we, top five time. At the end, we make a collective top five. So let's get straight into this. So who you, so who, who, who you guys have in, the, in your uh, your fifth? Five and four, we got to go with Maya Hirsch's list. I think it's yeah, going to happen. Because I, I have I'm, – I'm in the minority. Yeah. Well, but you right. don't even have Boucher in your list at all. See, I, that's the thing I was about to say. Like, remember, y- y- y'all said that I snubbed him last year for most Im- – I mean, not last year. Last week for most improved. I snubbed him this week for, for um, six man of the year as well. Who was, your, who was your fourth player that you had? That Trez. I no, we had Trez too. No, no, I, yeah, who was a player that, that I had that you have? guys, uh, no, I had everybody because I had uh, Terrence Ross, I had Terrence Ross at three, Trez, F, oh, I had Shake, you guys didn't have Shake Milton, Shake, yeah, he barely missed out, yeah, yeah, but Hirsch, unfortunately, Hirsch, Shake's missing out, dog, because me and Hirsch got me and Hirsch got Ross and Boucher, so Hirsch, you don't well, got we'll have to then, we'll probably have to go Boucher fifth because you don't even have him, and Ross fourth because we all have him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So, so we're going to Boucher fifth, Ross fourth. Okay. And, and then probably because you have Trez in third, right? I have Trez in fourth. You have Trez in fourth. Hirsch has I him in third. I have him in second. So we'll probably have to put him in third because that's the meeting. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Trez third, which means you guys got Eric Gordon both second. I got him third. So he's going to go second. And then, okay. They see Clarkson. So I like see. that. It's going to be Clarkson, Gordon, Trez. Uh, Ross and Boucher. So. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm glad. We, I'm glad we we, we could come with, with a with a collective six, uh, top six man of the year, man. So uh, so th- there you have it, everybody. That that, that that was our top five of the six man of the year. Hirsch, man, thank you very very much for coming on. You were a great guest, Hirsch. We were real excited to have you back, man. You you have any last words to talk to say for the fans? Yeah, John, I enjoyed my time today, man. This is the first time I've ever done this, and I, I'm enjoying it. So I got to get back on here at some point. Definitely. For definitely. sure. But you're going to have to put, like, a LeBron jersey back there or yeah. something if you want to get back on. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, no <laughs> way. Got two of those up there, man. Got to get one. <laughs> 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 oh man but, 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 but yeah man that's it Jenner you, you got anything to say for the fans no just appreciate you having me on as always always fun always a blast really good 
as always, as always, y'all, y'all make sure y'all go follow all the Instagrams. I'm going to go ahead and put Hersh's Instagram right there, right, right in his little bubble. Yeah, make sure y'all go follow that. Put Junior's Instagram right there, right in his little bubble. And we'll put the Clutch Talk Instagram right here. You make sure, y'all make sure y'all follow that, man. That's where we drop all uh, all episode updates. Uh, anytime we're dropping episode, that's where we do uh, NBA interactive polls all the time, man. Just, it's just, you know, some b- basketball fun, man. You know, if Solid you like basketball. content. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. But that's it, man. That, 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 that's it for the show today. Hirsch, as always, man, you're you're the GOAT, man. Thanks for coming on, Hirsch. Yeah, it's a pleasure being here, man. Long, been a long time, but I'm happy to be here. Exactly, man. But but that's it, though, y'all. We uh, and uh, if if you y'all ain't got nothing else to say, then we good, man. We could we could wrap this up. Y'all good? Appreciate it. Thanks for having. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. As always. All right, y'all. Yeah, thank you, John. It's all good. So, all right, y'all. We out of y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. (laughs) Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.